Okay, page Chav Tes. Isa b'Midrash Rabbah is right down in the Midrash Rabbah. Rabbi Akiva Haya Yoshev v'Doresh. Rabbi Akiva was sitting down and darshaning. Hischilu lehisnamnim. People began to fall asleep. So you think, how could it possibly be, right, Rabbi Akiva? It's darshaning, but that's how it was. Every certain things remain the same. One generation. Instead of Omdivolen, Rabbi Akiva wanted to wake them up. Omar. So he said, Ma ro'aso Esther limloch al kufchaf zayin Medina. What is it that Esther saw? to be able to rule over 127 countries. Let the daughter of the daughter, meaning the descendant of Sora, Imenu, come. Sora, who lived 127 years. And she will rule and reign over 127 countries. So that's how he woke up the crowd. Like, whoa, let's hear more about that, right? He said some different agadita that caught everybody's attention in order to bring him to a state of hisavarus. So the question the Rim wants to raise is that Tzorich Lohavin, we have to understand, Heyach B'Devorim Halalu, Oraran Mishnasen. How was it that through these words he woke them up? Of course, the Pshad is just that it's, you know, it catches your attention, but what is the deeper meaning here? Ella. Mishum Shara'ina, we see. Shasura Khoisa Kufchav Zain Shana. Sura lived hundred and twenty seven years. Bavur Zeh Molcha Esther Al Kufchav Zain Medina. So on account of that, Esther ruled over hundred and twenty seven countries. In Cain, therefore, Hacheshban Avur Al Koshana Medina Achas. He says if you do the math, therefore every year that Sura lived was worth one country one year, one country. Ulafi HaKeshbon, he says, therefore, if you do your math further, Yucholihiyos Lakol Shavua Yirachas. Therefore, if, if it's one country per year, if you break it down to what about per week? So it's a city per week. A country per year, a city per week. Ulakol Shua, and for every hour, Alkol Panim Kafarach, at least a little village, <laughs> For the hour, Asher Shavio Kama Vakama Alafim, which has you know a couple thousand people in it, in Cain, Boais Asher Yoshan Adam Maad. Therefore, if a person is falling asleep just a little bit for a few mo- moments, Yuchol Lahasid Kama Alafim, you can lose out thousands and thousands for just losing out on a little bit, because every moment equals one city, and the year equals the country, and just do the math and. You don't want to fall asleep because what are you going to lose out when you on those precious few moments that you fall asleep? Like a real estate seminar. <laughs> and that's why they all woke up from their sleep because that was the message he was giving them. Every single minute is precious and look what you're losing out on and therefore they all woke up. Well, it's interesting because I think it was Fiducia Rim a long time ago that basically you talked about a lost moment. Mm-hmm. If something's in that moment, you can't go back and recapture it. So mm-hmm. it really seems to fill that in it well. Does. You 
you lose. This is all lost. There's nothing you can go back and yeah. pick up. You yeah. may do that mitzvah later, but it was but never the same. From that time. Right. right. Capture the moment. You snooze, you lose. <laughs> Very good. Hi, Fun. We'll put that in a little caption about right by next to this library. That's going to be a summary. Maybe this is where it came from. This is where it it seemed like it would take as much line to say even in Hebrew. <laughs> right. <laughs> we thought that Hidush Rim was concise, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> it was really concise. <laughs> okay, now if you turn the page, page Lamed on the bottom column on the right. Literally, Avram Avinu was coming into his days. The Zohar Kaddish Shehevi Imo Kol Hahe'oros. The Zohar writes on this, he brought with him all of his light. Now, just before we go on a little bit, the word Yom, you know, in Torah has a number of meanings. Of course, the basic meaning of the word means day, yom. But the word yom also means mita. Each day that Hashem created in creation, it embodied a certain mita. So yom rishon, yom sheni, there's such a thing as the day and the mita which it embodies. And the truth is that the deeper meaning is really what we're trying to focus on. What does this day have to offer? You know, what are the accomplishments of this day? What are the mitos of this day? The fact that it's um, we give it a name, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday in English or in any other language, that's really just a title. But the ikkar is what's really happening on that day. So a word means, a day means amida. And hence also the famous pasuk that we know, Chadesh Yomenu Kikedem. May Hashem renew our days as of old. And that, this form of say, is referring to the higher mida which is embodied in the day to be mechadish that, to get through to the true meaning of, of time and what it has to offer us. So the Zohar says that he brought with him, what does it mean his days? All of the light that he had gotten and achieved and accumulated over the course of his lifetime. He was loved by Yom and he had everything. He was able to take everything that he accomplished in Mokhias with him. I was just thinking if this would explore the idea of the difference between a concept that names each day specifically like the Western Catholic and how about the concept of each day is, is numbered in reference to Shah. I think either's probably yes, to, for sure. interesting ground. Right, right. And that's what really is our enumerator. Mm. Yeah. Yes, I'm Pluto. Yeah, connects up with something from somewhere about Midos right. and seven spheros. Chesed through Malchus. Chesed through Malbach, Mabina, and Das, or Zman Mashiach. Those are things that are what Shabbos is about. Um, I don't know if seven or include Shabbos. Yeah, Shabbos is three Midos, really Keser, Chachma, and Bina, is that they're in, in the world. They're there. And they're, I'm not going to say, in the bad clothes in the same way in time as the other seven Midos are that are a little lower. The thing, though, that I think it's consistent with what you're saying because it says about Mashiach filled with knowledge of a Baruch Hu. So perhaps the idea is it's just really directly in the days. When that time comes of Mashiach, then we will be able to access, access them and experience them more directly. Mm-hmm. And perhaps they are now. Umallah or it's Hashem, the world will be filled with that direct awareness.
uh, I remember in the context of uh, the Sheva Roim, right. of the way for in this world for the Sheva for that Mita three and Das, and that will be what Mashiach's um, the Mashiach will kind of mm-hmm. make that that way. It fits in very nicely. By the time of Zman of Mashiach, the Yom Shekulo Shabbos. Will we have Shabbos? אהההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
the lifestyle that we would be living. Abraham Avinu is is truly an awesome accomplishment. Um, a year thing that is very scary and also not that we get involved in the world thinking about things and then we kind of come back to oh yeah the, you know those moments where we were not aware we, we lost track of our awareness what a, what a mind-blowing positive right right each day as we're approaching Mashiach and what's coming there's something special that Nick is able to do that Another concept, one of the concepts of the Avodah, the Tzaddik is, sometimes you even have a Tzaddik who's doing it for the whole door, you know, achieve such a lot, the one we're about to do. In particular, it really touched me. So Eliezer says to Hashem, and please, do kindness, pipeline for Chesed into the world is Avraham himself. He is. Doesn't mean that he didn't need any Chesed himself. And Eliezer recognized, certainly knew, at least to a degree, who Avraham was and what his accomplishments were. Why didn't Eliezer say, and please Hashem do this for the sake of Avraham's chesed, or for the sake of his good deeds? Why didn't he say, Laman? Why didn't he say, do it in the merit of my master, Avraham? He doesn't. He says, do a kindness with my master, Avraham. He doesn't talk about Avraham's merit, his chesed, the ma'asim tovim, just, please Hashem, give a kindness to my master, Avraham. Ah, Avraham avinu alave shalom po'al eitzel anashav. What Avraham avinu was able to, shayadu zos bibirur, that they knew this, shegav shel Hashem needs Hashem's kindness. So that's how, that's how great Ab because he's the master of chesed, he doesn't need any chesed. No, on the contrary. He left the master of chesed needs God's chesed. And for Eliezer, that was clear. That Avram didn't say, say chesed, lama'an chesed shal Avram. He was the true Talmud of Avram Avinu's realizing that his master needs God. say chesed im adoni Avram. Please, Hashem, do an act of kindness with my master. In a, in a broad sense, uh, not only as far as chesed, but only as far as other things, that to convey to his disciples or his Talmudim that everything, he's not above them. You know? Don't worry, you know, I, don't, I don't need this kindness, I don't need this rachamim. You know? Like somebody who just stands, he's human, he needs Hashem's chesed or Hashem's rachamim, or his walk away in awe of his greatness, but at the same time knowing that great, he's too great, doesn't need, need God's, you know, God's help. As little folks, we need God's help. And I think that's really his point. The, the true shlemus mir, he needs chesed too. He needs God's chesed too. I have an interesting thought about that. Eliezer was the son of Nimrod. Uh, he said from the Medrash, Eliezer was the son of Nimrod. Like, like Hagar, like the story of Hagar, he gave his son to be, said, better you should be to raise a prince. Mm -hmm. So there's a Balaturim on this where he says, um, te, Tevos Mayim. The, the last letters is the word Mayim. So, Adoni uh, Avraham. Im Adoni Avraham is Mayim. Right. Im Adoni Avraham is sufficient. And for Eliezer, he really saw Avraham. And, and the Balaturim says, it's 
So that that's sort of the symbol of chesed. But a test for her that he, that he sets that up. And the thought that just occurred to me is that um, he really saw Avram through fire and water. You know, he saw, he saw both of those qualities. He should have chesed because, because everybody has their own, their own uh, trust to Eliezer, this whole mission, and uh, with so much uncertainty on Avram's part. Was this, I remember the text, was this, almost sounds that he was, he was asking for a chesed for himself. Sure. I mean, he, he was the one who was on the line to come back. You know, he, he was the one who was... Right. And because it kind of it shows the greatness of Eliezer, because he does not mention that in his feeling, my mission accomplished, you know? He was so devoted to Abraham that he, he only asked for this. He wanted to say he was doing it for, for, himse- for him, himself. No, that, that he, he made his tefillah. Na- to get a response, right? <laughs> <laughs> Could be, right? Could be. Well, Rabbi asked me to make this call. Uh, right. I guess it's Howard Resnick makes this call. All right. <laughs> when our children act kindly to us, we make a big deal about it because it's a way of demonstrating benefit from, <laughs> from kindnesses. Yeah. Even from, from little children. Sure. Here too. sure. I mean, also, logic would also maybe dictate that we don't say, do is that I do anything to earn it. You're just chesed is, uh, I give it. So, great stuff. Could mm-hmm. you? now do it for him mm-hmm. because he's earned it. That, right. that kind of makes, if he understands mm-hmm. and is asking for the chesed, so if he learns well from Avram. Right. Okay.